Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the T-Moss Boss Show. And in today's episode, so I wanted to talk on being a good manager because I know for some businesses and organizations and jobs and anything else that requires a good manager, um, for some people, it might just be hard for them to be a good manager. They think that they got to be strict. You know, they got to be not, well, not even so much as strict, but they, they just have to act a certain way because they, they feel like that they need to have some sort of like, I don't want to use the word ownership, but they, they want to have some sort of like power over you and stuff to where it's kind of like that, you know, like an ownership type power. And I'm going to just let any manager out there know you do not own your employees, okay? You can be cool with them. You just got to try, all right? And no, the reason why I say that is because um, so at the uh, my old job, the cafe that I used to work at, the man that had hired me to uh, work there, honestly in my opinion the ideal manager like if there is a bar to set on being a manager it is that man that hired me on from the first minute i met him all the way to the last interaction i had with him it had been nothing but good okay nothing but good and it it honestly it trips me out that there's not enough managers like him because and I have to say the reason why I think he was so good at his job is because he worked in like the field he didn't just go straight to management like he worked in the field like where you know what we were doing like he went and he did cashier stuff he helped out the cooks and the chefs what other things that he would he do like anything and of course and then of course being a manager so when I think of a bar to set with like being a manager I guess like speaking for myself like if I had to have like okay like this what like what type of manager do I want to be? Do I want to be one of those managers where I'm not friends with nobody? Do I want to be cool with my employers? I want to be cool uh, with my employers. I don't want them to get to a point where they feel like they need to quit because of me. I want them to quit because oh I'm moving or I found me a better paying job or whatever the situation is. But I don't want it to be where it's like oh I quit that place because of because of management. Maybe some other managers, but I'm not trying to be. I'm trying to be that manager where they're like you know what. I might have not liked any of those managers, but but that that one with the YouTube channel, nah, he he was cool. He he's a he's a cool dude, okay. But I just feel like that that's how it has to be because honestly, if you sit down and think about it, if and I feel like that you have to know that you're a bad manager. You have to know that that's not something where it has to be told to you. You have to know that you're a bad manager. So. When I hear like where managers where they're, you know, they're like confused on, oh, well, I don't know why they quit. They quit because of you. They that person quit because of you. You have to understand that you have to accept that. And if you are wondering, well, what's wrong with me? What did I do? 
honestly, say, I, I, it, it's things like that where it's like you need to record yourself, all right, and then just play back, all right, play back that whole day, and if you find nothing wrong with what you have did bro then yeah it's like either way whether you see it or the thing is this your employees see it they see how you act and if that's enough for them to quit fam then you're a bad manager so that's just something that you have to accept now how can you go from being a bad manager to a good manager help that's honestly that's the one thing that you can do is help out your employers. Now, it might be on some stuff where the ship has already sailed and they don't want no help from you, but still, okay? There are ways, all right, where you can get back onto that uh, ship, all right? Whether you gotta swim, steal a boat, do whatever, you know, do whatever you need to do, all right? But there are ways of getting back on that ship, all right? So I'm just gonna let you know. So it's just, don't give up because you think like, oh, well, the ship has already sailed. We have, um, you know, beef amongst each other and stuff. So I just, I don't think it's gonna work out. No, it can work out. You know, get them gifts, you know, uh, give them a uh, extra $20 or something. I don't know, but it's just do things to get on their good side because that's honestly, and the thing is this, you know, the, uh, the, um, old manager, um, or the manager that hired me on, he didn't give me gifts. He didn't do, he was, he just showed from day one that he, even though he's my manager, we're friends. Okay. And I feel like that once when you have like put that out there that it's like we're cool with one another fam what could go wrong so and i i just want to overall talk on that real quick where um the interview where i i had with the manager that hired me on so i showed up there all right and i think with any interview you're gonna be slightly nervous or all the way nervous and things but anyways um, I'll admit, I was a little nervous because the past previous interviews that I had been a part of where they won a Chipotle, didn't hire me because I didn't know about their back history. And I'm like, nobody knows about their, your guys' back history. All that we know is that you guys sell burritos. That's all that a person cares for, selling burritos and making money off of selling those burritos. That's it. That's all that. It ain't like somebody's going to come in there and they're going to start questioning me about the you know, oh, the history of um, Chipotle and stuff. I'm like, we we ain't, nobody ain't there for that. If a person comes into Chipotle and they're ordering all these different items, they're hungry. How a food business got started is not running through their head, all right? So if, act, carrying on like that, like being a manager, carrying on like that and stuff, even in the, just in the interview process. Yeah, that's not, that's probably, that might not, because I, I have yet to eat at Chipotle, but I just know that if I am going to eat at a Chipotle, Chipotle. I want to eat. I want to eat at the one that started it all. All right. Since it's such a big idea to know about it. Yeah. I want to go there and eat because I'm like the that they must be the place that got the best burritos and stuff. But anyways. All right. We we gonna I, I've talked on my Chipotle story a few times. So but no. Um. So no, I just remember where um he like you know so like so he was a little late to the uh interview and stuff because in after like seeing him in action working and stuff yeah i can see why he's late because this i mean this man is running from three different locations okay and not like i'm saying like they were all within the area but he's having to like just run cross streets go back and forth to make sure everything is working at one location make sure everything is working at another location so he can have time for this interview and no stuff doesn't happen because there might be a day where a manager is not there he might be the only one there so yeah he's running all over the place so i'm like hey you know i'm thinking to myself it's like man take all the time that you need i will sit here and i will wait because you know why 
we have cell phones, okay? So if it gets to a point, bro, I'll just open up social media, like a couple of tweets, like a couple of photos. I'm chilling. Until I see him, now I'm like, okay, phone back in pocket, firm handshake. Now let's do this interview. But anyway, so he was running a little late. And um, I remember it was it was the one cash. It was funny because it was the one cashier that I ended up having problems with. And she might as well have been the catering manager. I mean, she was, in my opinion, she was like one. I well, because it's like I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody else that worked in catering. But I had to say she was like number one on the list of like top catering people. Okay, because she she was just chilled. All right. So but anyway, so I remember it was the um, the cashier that I had problems with. And then the uh, cater, she might, like I said, might as well have been the catering manager. But she, they both um, at diff- on different times approached me and was all like, hey, would you like anything? And then I think it was the, um, it might have been, was it the catering manager? It was one of them that had gave me some popcorn and water. Um, odd combo, but hey, I'll take it. Okay, I'll take it. You know, popcorn is good. I, I would prefer, at the time being, I was like, I would have preferred, like, you know, a soda and a movie and things, because I'm like, but I, you know, I, I guess, yeah, popcorn and water and stuff. So, anyways, um, so then eventually, uh, the manager, he, um, the one that hired me on, he shows up. We're sitting there talking. He's explaining the place to me and stuff. And then it just got to a point where it was like, you know, I said what I needed to say. He said what he needed to say. Then it just, then we were just sitting there just casually talking. We were talking about our personal lives. He asked me about YouTube. I think we um, started talking about his family and stuff. And I think when you are just sitting there just talking and you're starting to kind of understand this person and things, and it's like, okay, well, what, what could possibly go wrong? So anyways... Then um, he walked me to the elevators, uh, and I think I think he did say that he was gonna call me in for a second interview and stuff. And so, and it wasn't even an interview; like he was just showing me around the place. Like it was just like, hey, so this is what you're gonna be doing. You're gonna be going over here, doing this. Gonna be going over there, doing that. All these other different things. And so that's and so at that point, it was like I knew I had the job. All right, and again, being super chill with me. Then once when I got hired on, it like that first week, I'll admit, mad stressful. All right, mad stressful. But I had that. Um, I had him by my side. So it was, it wasn't as stressful, but it, and there was, I'm, bro, I'm telling you, like with that, learning, trying to learn all these different things, getting into it with the one cashier, sometimes getting into it with the supervisor, and then dealing with crazy, um, customers at the time being, I was like, bro, I was ready to go. I was like, bro, I don't want to be here no more if I got to deal with this. But then eventually as the time progressed on and I got used to it, I was like, Man, it, it felt weird when I had to like leave the place when the pandemic had started. Cause I was like, if they, if the pandemic would have like, you know, would have ended like how people were saying that it was gonna end in like uh, April something, I would have went right back to that place, no problem. Still probably would have been working there till this day. So like that, that's what like really had tripped me out was just like at the time being. But that, that's what was like running in the back of my mind. It was just kind of like you know motivating me to like go back to that place and just kill it there and stuff was that manager because once when I once when I started like fully working there and then just seeing him in action bro this man will go in the office do you know manager stuff be on the computers ordering things 
uh, create new menus, all that stuff. Go out, help the cooks and the chefs, you know, prep up some food. Comes, you know, cleans um, his hands, all that stuff. Make sure, you know, he ain't got no sauces or anything. Because it, it could get messy back there in that kitchen. I know there have been times when I had kind of helped out some chefs and cooks. And, yeah, it could get messy and stuff. So, there was at times where they, you know, uh, the customers, they look at me. And they'd be like, you know, were you working on some? I'm like, yeah, I was, I was kind of helping out a little bit and things. Or it was like, you know, me and some of the uh, cooks will get into a food fight. I'm telling you, that place was crazy at times. But, anyways... So, but he'll, like, go and help out the cooks and the chefs, come out, help out on some cashier stuff, go around, stock up shelves, fill up um, food areas and stuff. Like, so, like, the salad bar, deli area, he'll fill that stuff up. Then, like, towards the end of the day, he's helping me stock up shelves. I'm saying, like, this guy was just going around doing everything everything's and it it honestly like when i seen that it motivated me it really did motivate me because i was like hey yo if he can do it then i can do it all right so then at that point it was like you know it was just like that every single day until it was his uh last few days working there and bro i'm telling you like it, it was it was sad i was all like you know the other manager because it was funny he introduced um everybody to the other manager and i was like you know she she was chill too but i was like I, i'm sorry but I just, and I think I had even, I even had said that to her face. But it, that was the thing, though. Even me and her, we became cool with one another. And at first, it was a little bumpy and things. But she had, that was the thing, though, where it was like, she had, like, this strict personality and stuff. Where it was like, you know, things got to get done. Things got to be perfect. You can't do this. You can't do that. Like, it just, it has to get done. And I understood that. And then instead of, like, oh, well, I ain't going to talk with her. I ain't going to be chill with her. I cracked jokes with her always was cracking jokes with her and it got like and even i just remember where it was like no this is a manager where it's like she was probably one of no she no she was she was the only uh manager because the other um the manager that hired me on i don't think he's um heavily active in the social media but um no like she was at one point and i remember i follow her and she yeah she knew about me youtube she i wasn't afraid to share with what i had talked about and i even had told her where, yeah, I was like, no, that dude, um, homie was my favorite manager. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry to, you know, to break that news to you that you didn't win that award of best managers in T, in T Moss Boss's brain. But no, I did tell her though, like, I had to say she was like second to this manager and stuff. Cause like the other managers, the, uh, like there was one guy, he was chill, but it wasn't like, you know, he only had worked there for a short period of time and stuff. He, he ended up, he, he was going through some things. And I just remember he showed up like one last time and it, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't too pretty in things but um but no like overall though it was just you know yeah it was like um the like management I had to say like from them too it was chill and then you know talking on the other managers yeah there was at times where it was just you know they would do things and say things and I'm like okay I don't know if you're trying to get on my good side but it's not working I'm like you lucky it's kind of hard out in Washington to get jobs because I'm like and I think that's what was running through the back of my mind and why I had stayed at that place until it closed down was because I've remembered my previous interviews okay it seems like it's hard to get jobs and what else I'm like and then it's you know I'm not trying to get no job that's not paying as good because this this uh cafe was a really good paying job and stuff so yeah I was like even when I had um was telling my family about especially my parents they was all like bro and when I was at that age I wasn't making that type of money and stuff like what what kind of job do you got I'm like are you sure you are a cashier are you the owner of the place like what kind of how much money so it was a good paying job 
And then I was like, you know, I really don't want to throw that opportunity away. So I'm like, okay, you know, ruin my money or deal with management. I'm like, you know, so yeah, I guess I'll just deal with management. But no, I mean, like there were times I re- I remember it was like it was right after the manager they hired me on. It was right after he had left. And I remember when um like the one manager, he was like there, but he didn't really like I like the thing is this. If he hears this, he hears it. But I'm going to straight up and just say it. He didn't do a whole lot, okay? He didn't, all right? Unless he was just doing things while I wasn't looking and was giving off, like, five-star performances, excuse me, when I wasn't there. But I only had took two days off. So it was like, bro, what what do you... I'm, <laughs> I'm confused. So it's like, because, no, that was the thing, though. It was like, people... They will always want him to be at a certain location. So it'll be like if they were at, if I go to another location, they'll be looking at me. I'm like, man, I wish he'd go to one of the other locations and stuff. And then it'll be the same conversation. So he was just, bro, he was just running around or just being in the office, just sitting there doing random stuff and things. But anyways, um, I remember one of the first crazy interactions I had with him. No, actually, you know what? No, it was funny because I remember the manager that hired me on had told me and was all like, yeah, um, such and such was trying to fire you. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why? What, what have I what have I done? I'm like, I haven't even done that to him. I haven't even had no conversations or even talked with them. I'm like, bro, like I what what's going on? What did I do? And so then that's when he told me he was like, he thought I was showing up late. And so instead of just asking me what time I had to clock in or even checking on some computer or even there is a piece of paper that will show you like, hey, you're supposed to clock in at this time and stuff. Um, he didn't, he didn't see any of that. So it would have been mad weird to me if he had just approached me and say, you're fired for showing up late. Here's the funny thing. I showed up early every day. And when I did show up late, it was maybe what, like a few minutes before. So I still was uh, like early, or I think I would be like right on time. I think it might've been one time when I might've been like a minute or two late. Out of the four years that I had worked there, and out of four years of showing up to that place early every day, when I will be going through it, when I will be broke, because I swear I have my depressing moment, uh, mornings, I have my angry mornings, I have my morning, um, mornings, mornings where I just don't even feel like doing nothing. I had so many difficult mornings, but, but I still showed up to work early every day in a completely different city. On top of that. Uh, from where I like, you know, from where I even lived and from where I worked. So I was like, bro, what are you talking about? But no, that wasn't it. So it was right after um, the manager, he ended up um, finding a better paying job. So I remember where we were kind of like bumping heads a little bit, me and this manager. And I remember instead of walking up to me and handing me this box of these box of mints, he goes and walks over to the area where the box of mints needed to go to. So he could have just easily just put the mints in the cabinet, right? And then, you know, just left it at that. No, he goes and carries the mints all the way to the area where they needed to be at, throws the mints down on the floor, and he makes eye to eye, four eyes to four eyes, because we both wore glasses, four eyes to four eyes contact with me. And he looked me dead in my face and said, hey, put these box of mints away. And then was just standing there staring at me. So I, it was funny because the supervisor, she was kind of, you know how like tumbleweeds where they just kind of just be flowing and stuff. And then, you know, she was that tumbleweed, but she froze. Okay. Like literally the world 
froze, all right? Because you can see the anger in my eyes. And she knew that I wasn't moving from that cash register. She knew because guess what? She was all, the funny thing is, is like with black people, you can tell when a black person without even saying anything, you can tell what they're about to do. And she knew that I was not moving from that area. So she looks at him and was all like, I'll, I'll put him away. I'll put him away. And then eventually he uh, walked off, but he, he should have known that that wasn't going to happen. He should have known. I was like, and it's just, it really, it tripped me out that he was carrying on like that. I mean, he even would do like other petty things where it's like, he'll like say like, oh, you ain't doing this correctly. You ain't doing that. I'm like, bro, you're not doing nothing. I'm like, so I, I'd rather be getting told that I'm not doing something correctly than to be told I'm not doing anything. It's like, bro, come on, man. It's like, get out of here with that. But eventually uh, it did get to a point where, you know, we were cool with one another. Cause I remember, no, it was funny because I remember I had told them, um, no, I actually told all the managers that where I got into it with a customer. So me and this customer, we will bump heads too. But so anyways, He's taking his sweet, precious time. I've seen this man walk fast literally everywhere, bro. Everywhere. I, I could have sworn even one day I seen him, like, run across the street. But either way, all right, either, let, let's just say at the pace that he was walking, if he would have been walking like that to cross the street, I guarantee and promise you he would got ran over by a car. Bus, truck, something, okay? But so anyways, he is walking. I mean, freaking Gary the Snail from SpongeBob moved faster than him, bro. All right, move faster than him. And he is a whole human being, but he is taking his sweet, precious time to walk into the elevator. So I kind of gave him a stiff forearm. You know, I, I gave him a little boost. I gave him a little boost to, you know, to walk into the elevator because the doors were closing. I'm like, I'm not trying to, the elevators did take a while to show up at that uh, place, but I'm not trying to wait. So I gave him a little uh, push into the elevator and stuff. And I can't, I felt like I could just feel him staring at me because it, it wasn't like he couldn't feel it. Like you can feel, I got bony arms, bruh. So you're going to feel a bony arm when it sticks you in the back and it, you know, pushes you into the elevator and things. So I know, but I told him and I was all like, yeah, there is this uh, customer. And I'm like, look, I'm just letting y'all know. I pushed this customer in the elevator. He was taking too long walking in. All the managers start cracking up laughing. I was like the catering manager, the, even the manager that I was um, bumping heads with, they threw the mints down on the um, floor. Everybody just started cracking up laughing because that was the thing. They, I, it went, it went from an interaction like that with a customer to like, and this was like all throughout the years I had been working there. Customers will always tell me or managers or somebody that I was one of the dopest people that worked there. So you're having all these different customers saying all these good things about me to me coming in seven in the morning saying that I just pushed the customer into an elevator because he was while he was taking too long yeah they didn't even trip about it they was all like they said uh whatever anyways we're went back to their normal day-to-day -day stuff and then they left it at that they I didn't get no emails I didn't get nothing because there was probably even his friends and co-workers would be all like oh that that Tyler cashier he's such a nice person now nah, he he is such a dope person and things so yeah that's why I was like I'm not been tripping about it i'm not even worried about it you know if that customer if he if he if he had like some true legitimate problems and issues with me he would have probably been emailing he went up to the place straight up pulling like some mail karen stuff yeah i definitely would have um i have been hearing about that still to this day. i probably would have had a loss i probably would have been in prison i have been in prison for pushing it i'm an employer of the uh store that he worked at yeah i, I probably would have been in prison and stuff so 
yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where I'm like, hey, it was, uh, I was, I was lucky <laughs> and stuff, but I'm saying though, but like, I, I feel like that even with something like that, where it's like, okay, we know that these customers, they can sometimes be racist, um, you know, rude and just, you know, overall just being weird and stuff. So it's like, cause I, if, if my employee, if he told me that I'm sitting there probably grabbing the, that, that same bag of popcorn and water, eating it all like, so whoa, 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 wait a minute, go, go, go back, go back. Cause I'm, I'm gonna need to like, what, what is the backstory behind you guys? I'm sitting there. I'm like, no, 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 you, you clock in at some point, but you got to tell me this story first. And so, yeah, I like, but I feel like that's that, that's a good manager. That's a manager where it's like, you're sitting there listening to your employers as they are telling you about their personal lives their day the work day whatever it is you're listening to them you know you're accepting their request on things where it's like hey we need an, uh, another cashier all right cool dope or hey we need more of this all right cool dope hey you know we guys we should start doing this from now on all right cool dope you know let's do that i'm like let's you know let's change it up a little bit but it's like you know on some stuff where it's just there ain't no good communication going on between you and whoever your employer is yeah it, that that's why i'm like you know if you find yourself one day looking up and you're just seeing the man because i besides myself besides uh jack besides who else yeah I, but no it was like i had to say it was pretty much me and jack we were really the only ones that had been working because he started working there a year after was it a year after me or the 2018 he started working there um at some point i think it might have been that very next year and um yeah we had i had to say me and him were like the longest running cashiers but like every other cashier cook and chef at some point in time they ended up leaving so it was like, yeah, it was, it was just, it was, and then it was the, uh, the manager. And so it was like between, I, I, so it was me, the one manager that I had beef with where it was like, we had been working there the longest, but other than that, it was like every other cashier cook, they was gone at some point. So yeah, that's what I'm like, bro. Like if you guys, I'm telling you as, as a manager, all right. You got to do right by your employees, because if not, like I said, you're going to find yourself, you're going to find yourself in a situation where you're going to do the wrong thing. Because, no, it was even with this uh, um, uh, manager, there was at times where people did get in his face. I thought a couple of times I was going to, especially that mint incident, I thought I was going to have to get in his face about some stuff. But no, there was a couple of times where um, uh, some people did get in his face about how he carried on. And it's like, hey, homie, you're going to have to relax. Okay, you're going to have to calm yourself down. All right, because you getting very out of character. All right, so relax, chill, calm yourself. It's like, because you, you need to understand. It's all like a person, a cat, or is somebody, the thing is this, it's somebody that is careless. They don't care about how, what happens to them at the end of the day. You can threaten to arrest this person, right? You can threaten to call the cops on them. If they're one of those careless people that is on their second strike and it is a Wednesday morning and they're like, you know what? I want to get my third strike today. They're literally starting with you. <laughs> so you can just say the wrong thing so they could just dive on you, bruh. I'm saying managers, be careful of your employees, all right? Because there's a lot of them where they're they're not they're not they're not like mentally stable okay they're they're full-blown crazy okay like they are the human version of zoomies okay so i'm just saying like y'all gotta relax and chill but yeah there was a couple of times where um a cook 
and I'm trying to think who it might have been. It might have been. Oh no, I think it was the dishwasher. It might have been more than a couple of times, but no, I just remember hearing it where a cook had got in his uh face. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that cook, um, they, they had him a little worried and she, <laughs> she, she wasn't no joke. She was one of those people where it was all like, you know what? I wouldn't even, um, say anything or do anything to get her upset. She was cool with me, but that, I think that's why. Cause I feel like at, you know, jobs, like usually black people, they, they kind of stick with one another and stuff. So I, I think it was just by default. I don't know. It, it was just, but it was just one of those things. She was chill with me and stuff. So. But yeah, it's just, you know, people, y'all, you just, you guys gotta just do right by your employers, all right? And I think, you know, everything should be okay, so. But anyways, and that being said, I will talk to y'all later. Thank you guys for watching and or listening. If you're viewing this on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. And if you're viewing this on a podcast streaming service, make sure you follow or subscribe, however it's set up. Make sure you subscribe to one of my 46 YouTube channels. Follow me on Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and Instagram at TMOSBoss. And make sure you follow my Facebook page at TMOSBoss Fan Page. Also, if you are purchasing any tickets from SeatGeek, make sure you use my promo code TMOSBoss. It would knock $20 off of your first purchase. And if you are purchasing any energy drinks or sleep drinks from poggers make sure you go um check out poggers use my promo code tmossboss and we knock 10 percent off your next purchase i don't know why i did that poggers promo so weird but anyways moving on and if you're purchasing any controller accessories from fatal grips make sure you use my promo code tmossboss and that will also knock 10 percent off your next purchase i can't remember if i said 20 dollars off or 10 percent off for uh poggers but if i said 20 dollars off i meant 10 percent off it's not $20, all right? So anyways, again, if you want to find any uh, more information about SeatGeek, Poggers, or Fatal Grips, you can go to my Twitter account. Their usernames are in my bio section. And uh, yeah, and that being said, I will talk to y'all later. Thank you guys for watching and for listening, and peace.